Welcome to episode 203 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. Today we are looking at the two episodes that wrap up season 8 of the X-Files, that's Essence and Existence. So they originally aired on May 13th and 20th of 2001. The IMDb user scores are 8.6 out of 10 for Essence, 9.0 out of 10 for Existence. And the action is divided between Maryland and northern Georgia, specifically the ghost town where Doggett was born, where people used to come for the waters, and then the waters dried up. So this is a two-parter that features the return of Billy Miles, and he is assassinating all of the doctors that have had anything to do with Scully's pregnancy. So, fearing for Scully and her baby, they do what they can to stop Billy Miles, get her out of there. And in the process, Krychek shows up out of nowhere and starts to help. Nick Lee has said that from his perspective, Krychek never wanted the world to end. He was willing to go along with the syndicate when he thought that, yeah, he and those immediately around him are going to be protected. But now that they were gone, he was fighting for the sake of the world because he was not going to be given any special treatment. He was going to go down with the rest of them. And ultimately, by the end of this two-parter, Krychek ends up dead, shot in the head by Director Skinner. We find out that Agent Crane, who's investigating the murders that Billy Miles has committed, is a super soldier along with Noel Rohr. Billy Miles is also part of this new advanced super soldier, and they are so advanced that even when he got crushed by a garbage truck and brought in to be examined to confirm death, even though he looked like hamburger in a tray, there was one metallic vertebrae that started spinning and Billy Miles was able to recover and walk out. So it is a pretty good two-parter. They still don't clearly answer who the father of Scully's baby is, although it is suggested that she was impregnated by the chip that was implanted in her neck. And it was all part of the same process where her baby is now going to be born without any human frailties at all. So her baby is eventually born safely while being watched by a bunch of these super soldiers, but they decide to leave him alone. They thought that the super soldiers were there to take the baby, but they didn't even try. So as far as the guest cast is concerned, well, before we get to the guest cast, both episodes were written by Chris Carter and directed by Kim Manners. And then for the guest stars, we've got Frances Fisher as Lizzie Gills. She is hired by Scully's mother to be a baby nurse to help out. Although we later learn that she is a spy who's been replacing Scully's medication. She is best known for Titanic, Unforgiven, The Lincoln Lawyer, and True Crime. 146 acting credits to her name, including three from 2020 and three more in pre- or post-production without specific release dates. Her career dates back to 1976 in The Edge of Night. So we've discussed Jay Akavon before. This is his third appearance on the series. In his second character, he played Detective Curtis in Demons in 1997. And then here and in Permanum, he plays Duffy Haskell. 
He is the agent who was giving the information and running Lizzie, who was that nurse. He is also one of Billy Miles' victims. Now, Kirk B.R. Waller plays Agent Crane. This is actually his fourth and fifth, and as well as his final appearance on the series. We've discussed him before. Similarly, Sheila Larkin returns as Skelly's mother. Zachary Ansley returns as Billy Miles. Stephen Ansley returns as Dr. Parenti. David Purdom returns as Dr. Lev. Denise Crosby returns as Dr. Mary Speak, again with a surprisingly short role for someone as prominent as coming off of the X-Files. So I suspect it was really just that she wanted to be a part of the series. And they went along with that because who wouldn't want her to be a part of the series if she's willing to take a role, even if it's that small. Arlene Warren returns. She has played Skinner's assistant a few times in the past. This time she plays first woman party goer. She was actually credited as Arlene Pileggi because they'd since married. She's got 10 appearances in the series and the first episode here, Essence, is her ninth. We will see her one more time. She also plays Skinner's assistant in the X-Files Resist or Serve PlayStation 2 game. Moving on to the guest stars in existence... We've got Austin Titchener. He plays Dr. James Langenhan. This is his only X-Files appearance. His career dates back to 1995, when he was providing some extra voices for Balto. It continues with credits like Y2K and Roswell, as far as the genre television goes. But a lot of TV guest works. He is best known for his work in the complete works of William Shakespeare, Abridged. The Practice, Ally McBeal, and The West Wing. Dale Dickey plays the game warden here. She, according to the IMDb, is best known for her work in Hell or High Water, Iron Man 3, The Pledge, and Winter's Bone. Uh, my wife and I recently saw her in Changeling, the Angelina Jolie movie written by J. Michael Straczynski. But to us, she is best known as Patty the Daytime Hooker from My Name is Earl. She appears in 19 episodes of that series. She also appears in 12 episodes of True Blood. And the final notable guest star is Thomas R. Martin as the pathology assistant. This is his only X-Files credit. He does have 43 credits to his name, including Coyote Ugly, Playing It Cool, Nobody Walks in L.A., and this actually comes in as his fourth best-known credit. He is also still working today. Most recent credit was in 2020. And his career starts in 1994 with Sequest 2032. So all in all, this two-parter wraps up at least some elements of the mythology. Scully's given birth. We have got an investigation into Kirsch's office, since he seems to be associated with Noel Rohr and Agent Crane. And what's going on there? Leaving Doggett officially in charge of the X-Files. He has assigned Agent Reyes to work with him. So the status quo at the end of this season is that Doggett and Reyes are the two characters actively involved in the X-Files. Mulder and Scully have a clearly romantic kiss over baby William, who was actually played by Jerry Scheiben, writer John Scheiben's son, who was a newborn at the time. And it looks like things are not going to be going well for Kirsch in the future. 
So it really is a bit of a deck clearing, and partly because at the time this episode was being filmed, they still didn't know if Chris Carter or Gillian Anderson were coming back another year. Fox had the legal right to keep the show going without Carter, and they fully intended to do so. Carter did say he would only stay if Anderson stayed, and so Fox basically came to Gillian Anderson with a very generous offer to keep her involved in the series for one more season, particularly since, at this point, they knew David Duchovny's plan and his intention was to come back for the series finale, or at least he was open to coming back for the series finale, but nothing in between. He was ready to be done with the series. Now, he clearly revisited that decision, as we will discuss, but at this point, there was a question of whether or not the X-Files could survive if Carter, Anderson, and Duchovny were all gone. And Fox wasn't willing to take that risk. So hearing that Carter would come back if Anderson did, they made a very generous offer to Gillian Anderson. She took it, stayed on, and Carter stayed to work with her. But as we will see fairly soon... She had a different workload throughout season nine than she had in the first eight seasons. Anyway, that wraps up everything we have to say about Essence and Existence. Join us again in two weeks' time when we discuss all about Eve. Now, oddly, the X-Files would continue after this point, but this season doesn't end on a cliffhanger. This is actually the first X-Files season that doesn't have some kind of cliffhanger ending. It's not to be continued, with the exception of Season 5, since that was leading into the movie and you had to be able to do it either way. Whereas The Lone Gunman, as we will discuss in two weeks' time, did end on a cliffhanger and wasn't renewed. So we will have to discuss how that gets resolved down the road. Thank you for listening.